Everyone's going to create engaging content for their audience in different ways. And if you're not sure where to start, stop leaning on the algorithm and start leaning on your audience. Welcome back to Duo On Air. I'm Abby. And I'm Courtney. And we're the ex-agency turned entrepreneurial team that puts the Duo in Duo Collective. Our boutique organic marketing agency specializes in SEO, social media strategy, and brand. We're an everyday pair of business besties slash marketing experts obsessed with helping our community learn more about what it takes to run a business. Which is why on Duo On Air, we're not holding anything back. We're giving you all the info we know about how to grow your business organically so you can be the confident CEO you were made to be. And how to navigate life as a small business owner. Whether it's on your own or with your best friend by your side. So grab your coffee or your mimosa, we don't judge, and settle in for a quick value-packed episode of Marketing Tips. Welcome back to the Duo On Air podcast. This is episode number 45, and today we are chatting about whether feed posts are worth your time. So this is a question that we get a lot, is are reels better than posts on Instagram, or what's the point of static posts if the algorithm is favoring reels? And we kind of giggle when we get this question because we felt the same for a while after Reels kind of took over and that's the way Instagram was prioritizing their posts. We kind of thought that that's what we had to do. This is a video platform now. We can't be posting anything that's static or any carousel posts or images. We strictly have to do these Reels and these videos. But because because the algorithm algorithm constantly changes, we thought to ourselves, let's prioritize reels now, but keep adding in these other content pieces of static images and whatnot. So let's start with the difference between reels and posts. Reels, we all know, are those short form videos. They can be up to 90 seconds long and contain quick digestible content that encourages the user to rewatch, save, or share. And the big difference between reels and static posts is that reels help to reach new audiences, raise that brand awareness, and attract new followers. Whereas Instagram posts are those static images or content posts that reach your current audience and connect with them through your imagery or the content that you're creating. So these are still very much important because of what I just said. You're reaching your current audience and followers. They're following you for a reason. They like the content that you're sharing. They um, are being educated by the content you're sharing and they're the ones that are usually engaging. So you wanna make sure that you're still giving them the content and pushing that out. Whereas Reels, you're gonna be bringing in those new followers. So those people that might not know you, those people that you might wanna reach and therefore, because you captured them in that real space, they will start to want to follow you and engage with the content going forward. So those are kind of the differences between Instagram reels and Instagram posts. And we, this was actually one of like the very first episodes we did for Duo On Air too. We talked about the two types of Instagram content you need, which spoiler alert is what Court just said. So Instagram reels and actual static feed posts. And you should always look, first off, you should take any advice from any social media expert with a grain of salt because it's always going to be different based on your industry, your audience, and what you have to offer. So you need to be looking at your own analytics and you need to see what your posts are doing. For the most part, what we've seen for our business and for our clients is that typically Instagram Reels 
bring in new followers. You reach non-followers and you have the opportunity to grow your account. Whereas posts, most of the time, reach your followers and a little bit of your non-followers. But look at your own. Yours might be a little bit different in who you reach and as of recently, things started changing too. Things are always changing. So you should always be looking at every month at your analytics to see what's working and what isn't working and adjusting your content from there. And another thing, as far as those static posts go, those include carousels. So carousels are those swipe posts. And the nice thing about carousels and why they're prioritized as far as the static posts go is because you're creating that longer form content that your audience can engage with and learn from. And it's usually save worthy content. So the great thing about carousels is if you look at your insights more times than not, those are probably the posts that are being saved because it is that long form content that you're serving up to your audience. So do not forget about carousels. Carousels are still very relevant, very important. And again, this is just really nice information to put out there that is more than just one static image or a video. Um, it's really pushing that long form content in the Instagram space. And a bonus tip, if you aren't currently creating carousel posts and you don't really know what to share, what to create, stop trying to create new content and just look at any long form piece of content you've created and turn it into a carousel. So that could be an email newsletter, that could be a blog post, that could be a podcast episode. Take a long form piece of content that you created, break it down and give it a couple swipes. This is what we do all the time for our own carousel content. And it gives people more opportunities to engage with you because your call to action can be that longer form post, but it performs better because they're safe worthy pieces of content. Absolutely. So let's talk for a second because this question has the algorithm changed recently is always changing. It is always changing. Um, and we, even the social media experts, even like Adam Masseri isn't even going to go on Instagram and tell you every single time the algorithm changes, because guess what? It's probably changing every single day. So stop worrying too much about how often the algorithm is changing and how you need to keep up with it. Because at the end of the day, the goal of the algorithm is to keep you and everyone else on the platform. The more people that consume the content, the more money they can bring in with advertisements. The goal is to keep people on the content, on the platform. So how do you get people engaged? You create content that people actually care about. That's all you need to be doing. There is no magic time a day, magic number of posts, or magic way to post on Instagram. It is to create engaging content that people like. And if that happens to be reels for you, great. If that happens to be static posts for you, great. Everyone's going to create engaging content for their audience in different ways. And if you're not sure where to start, stop leaning on the algorithm and start leaning on your audience. Survey them. Ask them questions. What do you like to see from me? Along with looking at your analytics and making sure that they match up. See which pieces of content were the highest performers for you in the last 30, 90 year so that you can take a look at creating more content like that. And that's how you're going to grow. Because oftentimes, if we just look at what the algorithm is doing and we're not looking at what's actually working for our audience, you can get lost in the sea of sameness because everyone is doing what the algorithm is doing. But if you start with an audience first mentality, you'll likely see better success than just leaning on algorithm updates. 
updates. Yeah, if you're constantly chasing those algorithm updates, you're A, going to drive yourself insane, and B, you're just going to be constantly changing your strategy for your posting or the content that you're posting or how you're posting it, and then you can kind of just get lost and kind of have no strategy if you're trying to always chase the Instagram algorithm. So we always say have a goal for what you want Instagram to do. Do you want to gain more followers for whatever reason? Do you want to have more clicks to your website? Do you want to just keep providing content and education to your current followers? It's all about what your goal is within the platform. And from there, deciding how you should be showing up and what kind of content or posts that you should be including within your feed. Yeah. If you haven't defined your version of success on Instagram, that's priority number one because everyone should have a different version of success. And I can tell you right now, ours is not more followers. That is never our version of success. Right now, we have a few thousand followers. And honestly, if all of those followers translated to sales, we wouldn't even be able to support them. So it's not about getting more people. It's about the right people converting with the right products. So think about that for your business. What is your goal of the platform? What are you hoping that it can do for you? And then make sure that you always have that as like your guardrail of like, why do I feel like I'm not performing on Instagram? Is it because I'm not meeting my goal or is it because I'm thinking too hard about these vanity metrics of growing my following or how many likes I got? Because at the end of the day, none of that stuff matters if it's not actually translating to growing your business. Yeah. And we actually looked at one of our recent posts the other day and how many saves it had. And we were blown away by the content. Well, the content was pretty simple content that we put out there, but the amount of saves that we got on that post was really high. And that's something that we like to look at too, is not just those likes, not just those followers, but what are other people doing with these posts? Are they actually saving them? Because if they're saving them, that means that was important content to them that they eventually want to come back to and um, keep at the top of their radar for what they can do within their own business. So it's really looking at those insights and understanding those insights and how they're measuring up to your goals. Mm -hmm. So let's talk real quick about like when you want to post to your feed and what types of posts you'll be doing. And we're talking about like static posts. We're not talking about reels in this moment. So thinking about that, these are things that are going to be really easy and great for you to plan ahead of time. So this is stuff that we love to batch create and kind of fill up our tailwind board and make sure that we have these pieces of content in there. So I think every month when um, Courtney releases the like December content ideas or January content ideas, whatever that month's ideas are, she already pre-populates our tailwind account with like the fun days that we want to support. So that's like a great example of when to post to your feed because you can help kind of populate and batch create your content and content that serves your audience. So a few examples, use your high quality photos. If you have brand photo shoots, these are what you can use those images for. Your caption can speak to anything. So I think people get hung up that the image needs to be tied to the caption every time. And that's not always the case. You need a nice hook to grab someone's attention, but if you just showcase a brand photo of you or your products, it doesn't always need to be about you or your products. You can talk about anything you want. It's just a visual to capture people's attention. So don't think too hard about the image corresponding with exactly what your caption is because they don't need to correspond like identically. It's just the image to capture attention, the caption to help educate, teach, learn whatever else that you may be supporting there. We do this all the time. So we're really great examples for 
the content just being whatever it is for that day and it's an image of us usually mm -hmm. so yeah. it doesn't relate to us at all it's just the content that we're putting out there or what you're educating or what we're giving tips on um, but we're just showing our faces mm -hmm. and you absolutely need that hook like go through some of our posts and look at what our hooks are the very first sentence that we have before you click the read more it's like this one thing that surprised us this week are our favorite ways to like sharing that hook is going to get people to read more and no one usually is like reading it and they're like why are you talking about seo research tools and there's just a picture of you guys being goofy like no one questions that <laughs> the image is just to capture your attention while we use the caption to serve you and if you're stuck on hooks or CTAs, I'm pretty sure we have a couple of blog posts and posts out there on Instagram that talk about these, but literally just Google it. Sometimes I have to even Google it because I feel like I'm using the same hook over and over again. So I'm like, what can new, what, like, what are new hooks that we can use mm -hmm. to capture our, their attention and bring them in and Google, there are so many, um, references out there for just hooks and CTAs that you yeah. can be using in this space and pay attention when you're a consumer. When you're a consumer and you tap the read more button, take note of that and save some of those posts. Save the posts that captured your attention because then you can use that as a guide when you're creating your own hooks and call to actions. So um, other than posting your own high quality photos, this is where you can also post like user generated content featuring your products, things that other people are doing for you. That's a great way to fill up your feed. Um, and then also just overall looking at, I would say like, look at your insights too, of what has performed for you. Um, because that can really be a good guide to know what to build. Are people really liking like bulleted list posts? Do they like it when you do swipe posts? Like what types of content, not only what the content is, like what the caption talked about, what the call to action was, but actually look at the physical piece of content. Like what was the image? Was it an image of you? Was it an image of an inspirational space? Was it an image of a sunset? Like whatever that may be, just take note of what the image was in addition to what your caption was and kind of what strategy pillar that might have aligned to. Absolutely. So when to post reels, this is reels are think of them as kind of like more unpolished and uh, showing your authentic side. So this is that unpolished, authentic content that you are putting out there to attract usually non-followers. That doesn't mean that your followers aren't going to see your reels. They most definitely are. But this is a space where you can really capture those non-followers. So be creative with them have fun really let your personality shine through this is the space to kind of just be a little bit different and um again just have fun abby and i are constantly having so much fun in our reels this is a space where we can educate but it's really quick education and then you know we want to have some sort of a hook in the actual reel to get them to continue to read that post copy and again, this is where you don't have to show up perfect. Everybody kind of feels like they have to show up perfect in Instagram, but reels are such a fun space to really just let it all go. Like let that perfectionism go. You're really just kind of trying to be fun, but also educational and providing content that those non-followers want. And then by doing that, you're gonna bring them in because you're providing that content you're being authentic. They see all of this. They love what you're doing and what you're putting out there and that you're being real. And then hopefully you can convert them into actual followers. Um, so some of this stuff can include like how to's, tutorials, educational content. Um, it could be things that where you're talking about like 
trending sounds, different challenges that people are doing. We say to kind of be cautious with this. Don't, you know, if there's something that's trending and it's getting overused, maybe don't use that because we've seen that we've actually kind of been victims of this before where something was overused and the, the reel itself did really good. But um, sometimes you'll get those comments where like, oh, wow, this video again, super, you know, super original. <laughs> and we're like, okay, well, I mean, it was a trend. If you have nothing nice to say. Don't say anything yeah, at all, right? Yeah, which I think Abby <laughs> responded very nicely on the post. But um, and then this is a fun space to kind of like do announcements or behind the scenes stuff as well. So again, just taking the perfectionism out of it, having fun with it, but making sure that it's relevant content to your business, to your strategy, and you're, and you're going to bring in those non-followers that you want to be the audience that you're trying to capture. Yeah, and every time we batch reels for our own business, we're always thinking about what strategy pillar it aligns to for us. So sure, we have fun coffee reels and goofy reels like all the time that we sprinkle in there, but we also make sure that we have reels that are going to have call to actions that actually help grow our business. So we are doing call to actions for waitlist signups. We're doing call to actions to our shop, call to actions to listen to the podcast, like whatever it may be, there is always an action that we want someone to take. And then every once in a while, we sprinkle in something fun where it's just like, tell us what your favorite coffee order is. Like you can do that every once in a while, but if every single reel you're creating is just a trend to hop on and it's just to drive engagement and you don't have a real call to action there, you're not going to do anything for your business growth because no one's going to actually be taking action within your business. They're just consuming your content. So don't just, unless you're an influencer, don't just be a content creator. You need to actually still be a business owner and add those call to actions in there because otherwise it's really not going to move the needle for you at all. Also, if you've recorded the content, post the content. Abby and I have had Reels days and we try to go, we try to use trending sounds or trending transitions that are happening. And that's great and all, but let's say we re-record like 20 Reels on that day, which would be a really good Reels day. And we, you know, scatter that throughout the next month or two months of content that by the time we post one of those reels, that might not be trending anymore. And that's okay. Like we don't have to be on top of every trend. If we have a post or a reel that we recorded that was trending at one point, but we posted it when it wasn't, that's fine. Having that content out there is better than not posting it. You don't want to waste that content. You've already put in the work. You might as well put it out there. You're still going to reach somebody. You're still going to get some engagement. It might not be as high as what it would have been when it was trending, but that's fine. We have (laughs) reels that we've recorded that the trend has been gone for months that we post and it still does okay. So Mm -hmm. Don't let Some that of them hold still you. Do great. Yeah. So don't <laughs> let that hold you back at all. If you've got it recorded and you've got the content done, put it out there no matter what. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've already created it. Um, we get this question a lot too of like how to figure out what is trending. So if you're just browsing the app and you don't know what is trending, that little up arrow that is right to the left of the audio clip in the lower left hand corner of the reel is what tells you if it's trending. If you see an up arrow there, that audio clip is trending. And if you don't, it is not. And like Court said, like we post stuff that's trending and we post stuff, stuff that's not trending. And you, it's not like everything that's trending does really well. Sometimes we post things that are trending and they just don't perform at all. And other times we post things that are very old that we created two months ago. We just hadn't got around to posting it yet. And it performs great. So it's not about the trending audio. Just 
finding trending audio and using trending audio every single time you create a reel isn't the secret to growing on Instagram. It's about creating content that people care about. And this goes back to the algorithm of if people are liking the content that you're creating, they're spending more time on the platform and Instagram in turn is going to show your content to more people. That's as complicated as you have to get when you think about algorithm updates. Yes. So uh, you might be asking, what should I be posting then? Which is a really great question, but we always go back to it leaning on your strategy. If you don't have a strategy in place for Instagram and what you want to get out of the platform, then you most likely won't succeed or you won't see your followers growing or people engaging or people wanting to save your content or share your content. So you really need to define that strategy first. And then once you have that defined, start leaning into those types of posts that are going to help you reach those goals. So let's say it is you want new followers. You just, you want to have tens of thousands of followers, then you should probably be focusing more on reels because you're going to be reaching those new audiences and those new people that you can convert to followers. So that should be your strategy. Let's say you don't care about follower count. You don't need to bring anybody else in for whatever reason. Then focus on that static content that your current audience is craving and that they are sharing and saving and engaging with. So it's really taking a step back, looking at your strategy and defining the types of posts that will help reach those goals within that space. Abby and I like to say if you we have a strategy where we we kind of i would say we kind of want a, a little bit of it all but the biggest thing that we want is for engaging content we want people to follow us we want them to learn we want them to love the content that we're pushing out we want them to constantly come back because they're craving the content that we're giving them they're te we're teaching them um they're learning something new or they come to us and they're like, wow, I learned this about SEO. I know I need your help in this space. And then we can convert them to actual clients. So we like to sprinkle all these types of posts in because we want to gain new followers, but we also want to keep pushing out content that is keeping our current audience happy and that we keep teaching them or giving them content that they're craving. So we focus on all of the different posts, but it's a matter of sprinkling them in. We're not, you're not going to see us show up Monday through Friday with all reels one week and then Monday through Friday, all carousels the next week. We sprinkle them in throughout each week and throughout that month. So we're really hitting that broader strategy that we have put in place. Yeah. And then you actually have analytics to measure too. Uh, if you are doing everything, you can go back and look and see what's working. If you're only doing one thing, if all you're doing is reels because someone told you to do reels every single day, you don't actually have a basis to see how other things are performing. So you should sprinkle everything in. And then like Court was saying, I I mean, we we think everyone should come with to Instagram with a serve mentality. Like you should be serving your audience first because that's the content people want to read. That's the content people want to engage with. People don't want to be sold to. So if you are hopping on your Instagram feed and selling to everyone and then wondering why you're not getting any sales, it's because you're not serving them. You need to serve people first. And sometimes that might feel like you're giving away your secrets for free. But in return, you're, show, you're showing up as an expert. People are trusting you. And then when they're ready to invest, they're going to invest in you. And those people that were going to steal your ideas, we're never going to invest with you anyways. They're not a buyer. So don't worry about them. Just worry about serving the people who eventually one day will be your customers or your clients. 
If you like this episode, please be sure to share it with a friend and subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes dropping every Monday. Plus, if you haven't already, please go ahead and leave us a review and don't hesitate to share any new episode ideas. We absolutely love hearing from you and creating this content for you. See you next week.